0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be a man and his emotional center. Well, I've got four emails to go through with you. Um, one of them actually is a comment that a woman left on one of my videos, confirming a lot of things that we talk about, and it was great because it's exactly on the subject that I want to talk about today. So let's just go ahead – I got a quote that I wrote on this topic I want to share with you. Then I'm going to get into a couple. – first, I got a testimonial for you and then I got a comment from this woman. I got two emails with guys that are in the exact situations that we're going to talk about and pick apart. So the quote says, women are attracted to a man's strength and his ability to maintain his emotional center at all times. A man needs to remain strong, confident, and sure of himself even when his woman's actions or words do not live up to his expectations. The hallmark of an alpha male is a man who does not come unglued and get angry, act desperate, or needy when his woman does not call when she says she will or does not call him back in the time frame that he expects. Sometimes, especially when a man and woman first meet, she will purposely not call him when she says she will Or delay calling him back for a day or two to make sure that he does not get angry or desperate. If he does come unglued, he will communicate to her that he is a weak beta male and therefore not worthy of her time, causing her to reject him or blow him off completely. So let's go ahead and get into the first comment here. And this guy says, hey Corey. I've been following your webcasts and reading your stuff for the past two weeks after I got dumped. I went completely dark on her. On day 14, she sent me a text. I responded within three to four messages and I had asked her out. She said she was busy the day I asked her out for, but she gave me a counter, which I accepted. See, that's a good sign. If, like, if, you, if you happen to say, hey, how about Friday? And she's like, well, I'm not, I can't do it Friday, but how about Saturday or how about Sunday or how about Tuesday or whatever happens to be? That's a good sign. If a woman ever cancels a date on you but doesn't mention anything about rescheduling, that's a bad sign. But if she cancels and says, hey, I can't make it tonight or I can't make it tomorrow night, but I definitely want to reschedule, your response to that needs to be great. When are you free? What evenings are you free to reschedule? and then wait for her to get back to you, and then obviously make a date then. Whenever a woman brings up rescheduling, remember, it's the man's job to be direct, to be decisive, and make the date. So if you presuppose, of course she wants to reschedule, obviously something must have really come up, then you got to be direct and decisive and say, great, when, do you, when are you free to reschedule for? Let her tell you her availability, and then you make definite plans based upon that. He says, after the date was set, I then ended the text conversation with, have a great day, see you tomorrow. And she responded, okay, with a little XO. He says, what is amazing is her counter, which is dinner at her house tomorrow after her kid goes to bed. Huh. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Sounds like your ex-girlfriend is planning on getting a little frisky with you. That's a good sign. This is what happens. You walk and you never look back. And then she starts to think, huh. Yeah, I made her, maybe I made a mistake at kicking him to the curb. Because what most guys do when they get rejected is they start chasing and they start pursuing. In essence, they act needy and desperate, which never gets them anywhere. He says, that's something that never happened when we were dating. She must really trust me and want to see me. It's amazing the effect that silence has. Like I said, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. She doesn't want to date you anymore, and you're like, all right, I'm moving on to bigger and better things, and you're never going to look back. Not that you're going to say it that way. You're just going to go, and you're going to do it through your actions. It's the silence that speaks for you. Your actions speak for you. It, you don't have to say anything or explain anything. He says, the genius is in its, the simplicity. I just followed the process, and now she's chasing me a bit, and I feel like I have regained some power. Well, if a woman is chasing you, guess what? She ain't blowing you off. He says, I also have a date with a hot redhead for this weekend. I'm living in abundance. Just add this as another testimonial. You rock, Corey. Awesome. Good job, dude. It's your birthright. This is the way it's supposed to be. When you act like a man, is supposed to act. Look at all the fruits that you get. Now, this is from a comment from a woman. She says, hey, Corey, you are dead ass on with us women. I purposely avoid calling men Back right away, and I never call them back when I say I will to see how they act. How many times have I said this? He says, if a man shows any signs of being angry or desperate, it is over. How many times have I read emails where the guy's like, I just I got a little upset one time, and now she doesn't want to talk to me. It's like that's all it fucking takes, especially when you're in the beginning, because if you you get angry or you act desperate, it's like. Just like she says, any signs of being angry or desperate, it is over. This is from a woman. She continues on. It also pisses me off if I – here's another thing I see guys doing constantly and I read it all the time in emails. It also pisses me off if I tell a man I will let him know when I'm available and he contacts me before that. I was like, it was either yesterday or the day before I read. The guy, like right in his conversation, he's like, let me know when you're free. And then two texts later, he's like, I'll call you tomorrow. It's like, hello. That's all neediness. It's all trying to control the situation because they fear that they're not good enough to be with her. And therefore, if they don't try to force things, they'll, they'll never hear from her again. And that's exactly what happens. They never hear from her again. Because you're out. And there's a woman that's telling you Everything that I talk about all the time. I've had countless women over the years say the exact same thing to me. She says, I'm only into males that don't treat me like I'm the best thing that's ever happened in his life. It's a challenge and more exciting and appealing when a guy isn't drooling all over me. What's really going on here is the guy is giving her the freedom to think about him and to wonder about him. Remember... It is a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And when a woman starts to wonder about you or when she says, I'll give you a call and let you know, and then you actually let her do it. When she reaches out, she's gotten to the place internally where she's like, I'd really like to see this guy. She says, I am constantly told I am beautiful, hot and have gorgeous eyes. I work out, I stay slim and I have long dark hair and green eyes. And purposely make direct, prolonged eye contact with men to find out which ones are alpha. Remember, I talk about my book. Never be the first one to look away. When you make eye contact with a woman, you keep looking her in the eye. Let her look away first. Because women that are very beautiful and they have a lot of choices from men, they can tell everything by just looking into your eyes whether you're an alpha or you're a beta. She continues on, I I fuck men on purpose to watch them squirm. I now have my eyes on a man who I know likes me and is quite a challenge for us both. He doesn't treat me special and it drives me nuts and I want to fuck this man so bad I cannot stand it. It's the attraction of indifference. I've done countless videos on that the thing it's like his inaction is what's like really driving her nuts the thing is is that a man this man is not good-looking at all in fact he's overweight and about 15 years older than me but he loses self-confidence which is so attractive number one most important thing to women confidence the looks is usually second or third on the list yeah you've got to be physically appealing enough but Here's another confirmation, the guy is overweight and he's older, but he's got confidence. He acts like a fucking man because so few guys do. She says, thank you for your videos. I love them and you are so correct with us women who get lots of men drooling all over us all the time. Well, thank you for sharing. So let's get in the first, first email I got with a guy who's got questions and who's struggling. He says, hey Corey, the girl I can't stop thinking about has just come out of a seven year relationship. She's only 25 and I'm 27. We've worked together for a year and have hooked up more than once on group nights out, ending up together in a hotel or at my place. Hang out, have fun, hook up. Of course she states she isn't ready for a relationship, which is a classic scenario. That tells me you're pushing for a relationship instead of focusing on hanging, hanging out, having fun and hook up. And remember what the woman just shared in the previous video. You are in a fearful place. You worry that she's not gonna to want to be in a relationship with you, instead of living in the present moment and just creating great dates that are fun-filled romantic opportunities for sex to happen. Instead, because you feel insecure, you feel needy, you're trying to lock her down so you feel better about yourself. It's like you've got to have infinite patience. You've got to get to a place where you have a take it or leave it kind of attitude. Or it's like you hit the ball over the net. It's like a game of tennis and you got to wait for the girl to hit it back. And just like the woman in the previous email or the comment said, they're not always going to contact you right away. And a lot of times they're going to purposely wait to see what happens, see how you handle it. She says, I've fallen into the rebound slash distraction. Or he says, I've fallen into the rebound slash distraction camp. The issue started because I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm pretty open, so I tell anyone who will listen my problems. Well, part of that is women like a guy who can keep his fucking mouth shut. And so obviously because you're insecure, you're going around like an emotional tampon talking to everybody and anybody that will listen about what this girl is doing to you and how you're upset and how it bothers you that she's not calling you back when you expect or she's not as into you as you are into her. That makes you look like a beta male and that shit will get back to her and it's not helping your case so you need to cut that bullshit out immediately keep it to your fucking self I learned about 15 years ago I just quit telling my buddies the guys that work for me the people that that I hung out with what was going on in my personal life because they would interfere in it and plus at the time one of the women I was dating she talked to a lot of people in our office because she was she was in the insurance business and so she provided a lot of insurance on the houses that we were either doing loans for, or that we were selling them. And I have 15 women working for me. And if I told one of them one thing, or if I told one of the guys that worked for me one thing, within a matter of minutes, it had gone around the whole entire office at that point. And so when they're talking to my girlfriend on the phone, guess what? Not helping my case. It's like, keep your mouth shut. Plus I had guys that were envious, because my girlfriend was fucking gorgeous. And they weren't dating women that they felt that way about. And so without realizing it, they were trying to sabotage my success because they were jealous and they were envious of me. So I learned just to keep my fucking mouth shut. So that's a good policy to have. Besides, it's going to help you remain mysterious. Remember, if it's going to make you look weak and like a beta male, shut your fucking mouth. Keep it to yourself. self. And trust me, I know I learned the hard way. It just doesn't help your case when you go and you talk about this stuff. You're acting like a fucking woman. He says, so she knows I like her a lot and friends, friends are doing a lot of he said, she said haven't helped. That's why, another reason why you should shut your mouth. He says, my success has come more of persistence than reciprocation. So she's kind of just going along with things is the only time she opened up to me was just after Christmas when I was ready to walk away. She said she was surprised at how upset she was considering she had never intended it to be anything serious. your problem is you're just not backing off enough. You're smothering her, and then when you finally get frustrated, you're like, fuck it, and you walk away, she's all over you. You have to give women the time and the space to miss you, to wonder about you. You cannot force this. You can't force a woman to love you. When you try that, you're going to get just the opposite effect because she's going to feel like she's losing her freedom by being with you. When man, a man or a woman feels like they're losing their freedom, they tend to withdraw and back away. You have to give them space. He says I was pretty casual at this point, but made it clear I wasn't going to be dicked around in 2014. FYI, generally she is flaky about meeting up outside of group nights out one-on-one, so she doesn't like it being planned, even though we all know what will happen. You're pursuing too much. You're trying to force it. If you just backed off and waited till she reached out to you and then made a date, then you can make dates one-on-one instead of all this group bullshit. The problem is you're going out on group dates with this girl and you're plus you're telling everybody everything that's going on in the group so the girl knows that you can't keep your fucking mouth shut. You can't keep a secret. That's going to cause her to feel like she can't trust you. Women don't like a guy who blabs about everything. He says she over he over he says she overthinks and I even thought I want a relationship, which I tell her I don't, even though I don't. I I want a relationship which I tell her I don't. I'm having real difficulty creating a regular non-serious relationship as a base. It's cuz you're saying one thing, but it's just all over your face. She can read it. She can tell, your words and your actions aren't congruent. That's why you're getting this flaky, wishy-washy kind of behavior. You definitely are not maintaining your emotional center, which obviously is the whole object of this video. So in the new year, after a week or so, I called her up and tried to make a definite date for a Friday night. She accepted, but when the day came, she hadn't mentioned it, so I brought it up and she didn't give me a firm answer. You said definite date, right? Let's read this again. So I called her up to make a definite date for a Friday night. She accepted, but when the day came, she hadn't mentioned it. So I brought it up and she didn't give me a firm answer. You didn't make a definite date, dude. You're saying one thing and you're doing another. You're like all over the ice. He says, later that night, I flipped out and told her to delete my number. Oh, that's real mature. It's like you you can't create attraction when you act this way you're totally coming unglued and just like the woman in the previous email mentioned, you're gonzo with this girl you happen to have hooked up with before and so you've got a little further down the path but that's why she's hot and cold on you because you act like a woman He say it says things got pretty awkward at work and we we're talking again as we bumped into each other in a stairwell but she's told her friends she just wants us to be friends leaving me pretty confused bearing in mind that she said what she said at christmas but what she said at Christmas only applied when she said it. But she's responding in, to how you're presently showing up. So the past doesn't fucking matter, dude. And it's totally – she's acting like a normal woman. The problem is you're acting like a woman and you're acting needy and you're acting desperate. If you'd have made a definite date, you would have you said, great, when are you free? I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? And She would have said Friday night or Saturday, whatever. Great, I'll pick you up at eight or I'll meet you at such such date. eight. If something comes up, I will call you. Otherwise, I'll just see you there. Does that sound good? Great, I'll see you at eight. And then that's it. And then you just show up or you go pick her up or whatever for your date. If something comes up, she'll cancel and want to reschedule. But the problem is you didn't actually make a definite date. You need to read my book. That's part of the problem. Maybe you don't. you're not clear on what an actual definite date is. Definite date means you have a definite day, a definite time, in a definite place, and you don't have to confirm the date because you. before you hang up, you say, hey, if something comes up, I'll call you. Otherwise, I will just see you there or I'll just pick you up at eight. It's pretty fucking simple. Think about it. It's like you make a doctor's appointment. Do you? I mean, the doctor will call and say, hey, I just want to remind you of your appointment, but do you call or it's like when you make plans with your best friend, hey, I'll see you at eight. You call and go, hey, are we still on for eight? I was like, of course not. Why? Because you're buddies. You want to hang out. It's simple. But it's like guys act that way with their friends. When it comes to women, they're just, oh, please, your highness, can I spend some time with you? So he says, I know that she's confused about what she wants, her ex to be single or me. Well, it's just... How you're showing up. If you just let her do most of the chasing and the pursuing, you'd be on fucking autopilot, dude. He says, and I have tried to give her space. Try not. Either do or do not. There is no try. Just like Master Yoda said. I know you say you're trying to give her space. But in other words, I'm trying to give her space, but I'm just such a fucking bitch-ass pussy, Corey, that I, can't, I can only hold out for a few hours, a few days, and I just come unglued. Well, if you keep acting that way, you're going to keep having this kind of behavior that's going to be frustrating as fuck to you. He says, but seeing each other every day at work doesn't help. I can't help but feel – no, you're choosing not to control your emotions and your feelings. That she – if she truly wanted me, she would go for it and think I've just been used somewhat. Dude, I'm sorry, but you're acting like a pussy. It's as simple as that. How do I get her to want me, chase me, and is there any coming back from this scenario I have undoubtedly created for myself? I know what the problems are. I'm acting like the girl. There is no mystery, but I always thought that being genuine would bring more success. Well, there's nothing wrong with being genuine. The problem is that you over-pursue. You act needy and then you get pissed off at her. You're not making definite dates. I mean, there's just a ton of mistakes that you're making that I pointed out. You've got to read my book. There's no getting around the fundamentals. When I mean, you don't know the fundamentals and you don't follow them, This is what happens, you get this flaky behavior. So what I would do if I were you, I'd wait to hear from her, and when she reaches out, make a date, it's really fucking simple. Make a definite date, hang out, have fun, and hook up, and just focus on that. That's the only thing a man needs to focus on in a relationship, or to to get to a relationship, but even afterwards, hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. She'll bring up the courtship and the exclusivity part when she's ready. So let's move on to the fourth and final email. This guy says, hey, coach, I'll get right into it. I'm madly in love with my best friend who's a girl, and I'm the guy. We have been friends for almost two years. That's obviously your first mistake. Last year, we took all the money we had, and we pulled it together, and we bought a bus to convert it to an RV and travel. We spent, spent months building the bus and almost completed it, but we both had to get jobs. I went to Afghanistan, and she moved to Minnesota and got a job as a flight attendant. We still have a joint checking account and talk all the time. I'm actually home from Afghanistan right now on R&R. Thank you for your service, by the way. We talked yesterday and I poured my heart out to her, acting like a woman. Come on, dude. She said that she loves me but doesn't know if she is in love with me. Well, that means she's not in love with you because you're acting like a woman. Dude, you're in the fucking military. You're a fucking stud. Act like it. Come on, man. You got to grow a set. It's amazing. You can go out. And shoot at the talibastards, but come home and a girl just makes you totally come unglued and purr like a kitten. Never going to get you anywhere. She said that she's never had an emotional connection with someone like she has with me, not even the guy that she dated for five years. We kissed three times during that talk, and she said afterward it was weird while I thought it was amazing. It's like, well, you know what it is? It's just because it's so amazing and so awesome for you. You're just not used to being kissed by an awesome guy, so why don't you kiss me some more? You got to get to know the information in my book the problem is you're acting timid you're acting shy you're not going for what you want and so instead you've chosen to be the gay male girlfriend type of role or the emotional tampon instead of being a man the man that you already are inside and going for what you want because i'm not really sure what to do we act like a married couple minus the sex and pda i'm leaving to go back to afghanistan in a couple of weeks so i need to figure out what to do before I go back to that world alone with my thoughts. It will drive me crazy. You can't let it, dude. You gotta maintain your emotional center. Besides, when you're in combat, you gotta keep fucking head in a swivel. You can't be sitting there going, eh, acting like a woman out there when someone's trying to fucking kill your ass. He says, I wanted to say thank you for developing your website that teaches us about relationships and not just how to get laid. Here's what you need to do, bro. Nothing. Don't call her. Don't text her. Don't do anything. When she reaches out to you, assume she wants to see you and spend time with you. Hey, babe, it's great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? Thursday? How about 8 o'clock? I'll pick you up. We'll go grab some dinner. Sound good? Great. I'll see you at 8. Something comes up. I'll let you know. Otherwise, I'll just see you at 8. Sound good? Great. Boom. Hang out. Have fun. Hook up. When you pick her up, you're like, God, you look fucking amazing. You look great. And just go and kiss her on the lips. Say, hey, babe, you look great. Don't kiss her in the cheek. Don't give her a fucking hug. Be a fucking man. And go for the kiss. I mean, think about it. You're going back to combat, dude. When your time's up, it's fucking up. Your ass could get blown up when you go back there. You could be dead first day back. You just never know. You need to take care of your shit, dude. You need to take advantage of the opportunity that you have when you're here. Because you never know when your time is going to be up. So... Hang out, have fun, hook out, wait to hear from her, make a date. When you show up, treat her just like your girls. Hey, babe, you look amazing. Kiss her on the lips and then give her a hug. Just go right in and go for it. You ain't got nothing to lose, bro. Besides, you might lose everything. You're risking everything by going back to Afghanistan. It's like, come on, man. And then at some point in the evening when she's touching your just hang back. Sit back in your chair. Spread your legs. Take up too much space. Make sure she's doing 78% of the talking. don't be talking about relationships or gushing about your feelings or any of that fucking bullshit. Act like a man. Don't bring any of that stuff up. Just sit there and talk and let her talk. And when her knee starts touching yours and you take your hand and put it on the inside of her knee and start rubbing her knee, when she starts to escalate it, then you just continue to let your hands wander. If she pulls her hand away, then you remove your hand and wait for her to start touching you again. And when she starts touching you again, then you go back in. Two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, and what you should be doing right now is reading my book cover to cover as many times as you can before she reaches out to you. And Like I said, at some point, you just say, I think you need to bring those beautiful lips over here and kiss me. You look ravishing. Then you start making out. Then you invite her. Maybe you have a bottle of champagne or maybe you take her back to your place. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. I mean it's simple. I mean, it's really simple, but the problem is you're doing a little bit over-pursuing and you're not making a move at key moments. You're talking about your feelings and all that stuff. Just keep it simple, bro. It's your birthright. You deserve to have a great girl in your life. And again, thank you for your service. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book phone, Skype, or email coaching. And you can choose any of those options by going to my website, click the Products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions. And I will talk to you soon.